ttraffic.com Yeah, it's the freedom Freedom, freedom Yeah, rush to get him Rush to get him Freedom, some kind of freedom I wanna live my life in peace I don't want lip from the fucking police I just wanna chill, yeah, I just chill When I creep, I'm saying God give me freedom Some kind of freedom I wanna live my life in peace I don't want lip from the fucking police I just wanna chill, yeah, I just chill When I creep Traffic coming through, creeping in my ride Till I hear the whoop whoop And I see them lights, yeah they want with you cause they got the time and they got them nines look up from behind they ain't serving and protecting they more like tax collecting cause they issue more tickets than they do soft crimes murderers and rapists they don't want those guys they looking for pot smokers and jokers sniffing lines now I see them walking up to my car from the side I got my ID out to identify my hands on the steering wheel in plain sight music turned off quiet as a mind cause you see I'm not a threat I wanted him to notice Cause like dealing with a baboon Please don't provoke him He stand behind my window Hand on the pump So I hold it up He grab my car slowly Hand by the holster I shrug my shoulders not a peep, no self-incrimination Anytime you talk to police, it's an interrogation I say, God, give me freedom, some kind of freedom I wanna live my life in peace I don't want lip from the fucking police I just wanna chill, I just chill When I creep, say, God, give me freedom Some kind of freedom, I wanna live my life in peace I don't want lip from the fucking police I just wanna chill, I just chill God, I wanna chill Back in my ride, tell no truth and tell no lie He said step out the car and slowly I comply Keep my mouth shut, homie, cause I ain't talking I rolled up the window, closed the door and I locked it If he wanna search my car, he gotta dig in my pockets And I don't consent to no search of my property He said it doesn't matter, he gon' call a canine To come sniff my car for cane and say nines And I don't give a fuck, I got nothing to hide I'm just trying to prove a point, I'm trying to draw the line I don't see no victims here, I don't see no crimes Nothing's been committed here, nothing has occurred He just picked me out at random to harass me on the curb Go and solve some real crime, fucker, leave us all alone I want freedom, 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 freedom Give me freedom, some kind of freedom I wanna live my life in peace I don't want lip from the fucking police I just wanna chill, I just chill When I creep, I'm saying God Give me freedom, some kind of freedom I wanna live my life in peace I don't want lip from the fucking police I just wanna chill, I just chill God, I wanna chill, God, I just chill God, I wanna chill, God, I just chill God, I want freedom Freedom, 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 freedom. God give me freedom, some kind of freedom. I wanna live my life in peace. I don't want lip from the fucking police. I just wanna chill, God just chill. When I keep on saying God give me freedom, some kind of freedom. I wanna live my life in peace. 
Welcome to Moment of Rage with Jeremiah Harding. It is the 21st of November 2017. Still with the Trump presidency, still not dead. Hasn't resulted in a massive explosion that leads to the utter fiery death of the world. Oh, uh, I had somebody ask why I mocked that idea. And the reason I mocked that idea is because, first off, um, before you get fucking weird about the way I'm talking, I fucking bit my tongue while I was asleep the other day. And uh, so, I have this sort of like restrained speech today um, that's probably going to continue for a couple of days. But... The reason I mock that on my show is because people have this tendency to think that once their guy's out of office, that suddenly the world is going to end as as they know it. That 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 their guy was the glue holding every fucking thing together. And that's bullshit. And it's total bullshit. But it's bullshit that leads a lot of prominent thinkers to basically be doomsayers. And those prominent thinkers have news shows, they're celebrities, they have, you know, record deals. And those sorts of things always inevitably lead to their legion of fans adopting their boogeyman, who's the next person in office. And this works so well in favor of the elites. The elites love it when you have that as the the mindset. Because then all they have to do is get their guy in and convince everybody on one side that their guy is the solution. And then because the issues are all so polarized, even though they result in the same fundamental kind of state expansionist shit, uh, it makes the other side think that everything's going to hell in a handbasket and, you know... The world's going to end. I mean, unfortunately, the fucking left isn't very good with prepping, so even if it does go to shit, it's not exactly like they'll be able to fucking survive it. Most of them, like, the, the best thing they know how to do is fucking go out and protest in a clever costume. Which is really fucking unfortunate, by the way. Really unfortunate, because I think everybody should be prepared. Um, Because I'm an actual doomsayer, and I say that this is all trending toward when that inflated bubble pops, and we're all fucked. And people should be ready for that. But almost nobody on the left fucking is. And it's astonishing. Um, 
You know, and I'm not really prepared physically, materially. But at least I've been looking into how to do things on my own in the wild. Like, you know, uh, bushcraft, survivalism. You know, you don't need to necessarily even be a prepper. You just need to practice a bit of basic survival skills using nature. You know? Um, but beyond that... Um, I, I so that you know I mean that's why I mock, that's why I mock it, because the world is not going to implode now that Trump is in office, and the world's not going to get dramatically better either. Like that's what I hate about all these fucking previously conspiracy theoretical people on the right, you know the Alex Jones subscribers that fucking they were on the shit. Illuminati, fucking uh, Davos Elite, fucking Trilateral Commission, Bilderberg Group, all these fucking organizations that they were opposing for years until they just got that one little meat scrap of a byline, which was that the elites hate Trump because he's unearthing their bullshit. Upending everything. Yeah, because one man can suddenly do that. Here's a fucking tip. If your conspiracy theory can be upheaved by one man, then it either wasn't that deep or you're fucking wrong. But <laughs> people are still willing to believe this shit. Because it makes them feel good. Gives them that good feeling in their cockles. Or maybe the subcockle region. I don't know. But I was out last week because I was fucking exhausted. And I'm fucking exhausted this week. And I'm about to go, you know, like an hour. Well, you know, f basically 40 more minutes on this shit, talking about what's been making me angry over the couple past couple of weeks. Um, but, you know, it would have been terrible last week. And it's pretty much, you know, it's going to be fucking lower quality than it could be. Because I, I don't know how many people know this, but I suffer night terrors. And oftentimes they keep me alert enough at night that um, I'll be up for hours when I should be asleep and it'll completely dent the next day. So I tried to nap enough today that I could get this shit done and I think I have. I hope I don't get another one because I'm not just sleeping the whole fucking day and then the whole fucking night. But... Um, Aside from that, so much bullshit. Apu from The Simpsons is now a fucking racist stereotype. Because that makes sense, right? We'll just pick out the brown person with a foreign religion 
to be the poster child for our moral crusade instead of admitting that it's a fucking political cartoon and it will have stereotypes and satire and exaggerations and you should shut the fuck up if you can't handle it. I'm, I'm sort of picking at a bottle of ibuprofen. I also have a headache considering taking a few. And, and, and Roy Moore, oh, a uh, person in power molested, uh, molested a child. Oh, okay. Cause that hasn't been the news for fucking a long time now. And there's this one like bitch who's like, <laughs> let me see if I, yeah. Okay. So Emily Linden. Here's an unpopular opinion. I'm actually not at all concerned about innocent men losing their jobs over false sexual assault and harassment allegations. She, This is what feminism is now. And she goes on to say something. I forget what the rest of it is. I'm just looking at one screenshot right now. But it was something very similar to, you know... You know, sorry if, uh, if if a few men's reputations are tarnished by people coming out um, because this stuff emboldens feminism and believing women is my first task as a feminist or some shit like that. And that is what it is. It's shit. <laughs> because if feminism is about believing women and not equal rights then you just confirmed everything the MRAs have been saying. Where feminism isn't about equalizing people. It's about raising up one over the other. Because if you're believing women in a story where two stories conflict, it means you're not believing the men. But whatever. <laughs> I'm sure that... That's something else that feminists will sweep under the rug, just like they did this International Men's Day, where I still have notifications streaming in from certain people claiming that MRAs that have been responding to them because, you know, they responded to a thread um, are, are misogynist trash and shit like that. And you know what I said? I'm going to read this. Um... Hashtag International Men's Day, a day to be constantly force-fed how terrible men are and how great they have, they have it. Because instead of acknowledging all the ways men suffer and being aware of their mental health problems, feminists, as usual, must make everything all about their politics. This International Men's Day, be aware men take harder, deadlier, more dangerous work, are still the only ones forced into the military, have the highest successful suicide rates, lose most custody battles, and more. And I link to a, a thing where I gave people sources. Um, and my and more was my male disposability. Um, hashtag rethink male privilege primer. And it's this little image I made for Instagram like a year ago or something. You know, fucking absurdly long ago. And I said, men are more likely raped than women, more likely murdered, more likely to commit suicide, more likely to die in the workplace, 
forced to sign up for selective service in the U.S., more likely to be injured in the workplace, generally employed into more dangerous jobs, comparatively likely to die from diseases like cancer, but less supported by charity and society, more likely to be domestically abused, demonized in society by stupid men and men-are-pig stereotypes, more likely to be homeless, less likely to receive sex-specific abuse treatment and facilitation, more likely to have issues overlooked, he's a man, he can take it, demonized for physical defense against opposite sex, and still last in line for life-saving, women and children first. And I also said, also, if anyone who sees this tweet hasn't also seen Cassie J's Red Pill movie, then International Men's Day would be a great day to do so and support her work. She's running an International Men's Day 17 sale today as well. Everything's at least partially discounted. And so people, like, I tagged. I, I'm followed by a lot of anti-feminists because I'm an anti-feminist. I don't know if you could tell, um, but it's for pretty fucking good reasons that basically feminism is a movement designed to mobilize women toward leftist politics and make anybody who doesn't buy everything they're saying, hook, line, and sinker, seem like part of the patriarchy or white supremacy so that they can completely throw out any argument they make. So somebody like me who's not supportive of any politics, that sort of person, you know, we get shelved by, by feminists. So, you know, people have been sharing this and, you know, commenting on it, and there have been a lot of people, and one of them is accusing everybody who disagrees um, with, with, with uh, this person as a misogynist. Um, the at Pauly report. And, you know, beyond that, they locked their fucking account uh, recently, but only after blocking a shit ton of people and, you know, saying what evil misogynists me and my peeps are. <laughs> so... This is what politics does. It divides people. And then it says, if you're not on our side of the division, guess what? You're evil. You're part of the problem. And I could understand that if every, if every one of them was anarchist. Because then you oppose the evil of both the left and the right. But that's not what people fucking do. People are like, oh, yeah, if you're not a Democrat, if you don't support workers' rights in the terms of, you know, basically a bunch of anti-freedom economic laws, then you must hate the workers, uh, you know, and you must hate freedom and liberty. And the right says, you know, if, you, if, you, if you're against us, then clearly you're with the anti-gunners and you want to regulate our right to maber, you know, so... It's it's all just polarizing trash. And that's what I wanted to avoid by being an anarchist. But if I'm going to get pe more people to be an anarchist instead of just, like, getting here and then being like, oh, yeah, I got mine. Fuck all y'all. 
then I need to know how they're thinking. So I need to constantly be able to tell people um, where they're fucking up. And um, most of these places where they're fucking up has directly to do with um, the idea that if you're on one of these predetermined teams, somehow you're going to be the solution to long-standing global problems. It's, it's just such a bad fucking argument. Like, oh yeah, once you once you vote Republican or once you vote Democrat, then everything's going to be fucking fine, right? Such a trash idea. There's there's no reason to believe it. And there's no reason to believe voting even works, especially since oh yeah, you know, hey, maybe you should look at the fact that there's fucking Trump in the White House and not Hillary, even though she won popular and he won fucking electoral college. No, that wasn't planned. I, I just, it's, it's, it would be baffling to me how stupid people are and how many bad decisions they make based on emotionality. Like the emotions of my daddy was a, a Democrat, my mommy was a Democrat, I'll be a Democrat too. I come from a long line of Democrats, so I'll vote Democrat. And that'll solve everything that the Republicans messed up the last fucking eight years. And it will be eight years, mind you. Trump is here for the long haul. There's going to be some economic shift that's going to make him look really fucking good after he's gotten a bunch of right-wing policies uh, push through, and then that economic, uh, you know, that, 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 that period of economic growth uh, and prosperity will be called Trump's, you know, New Deal or whatever, like Obama's New Deal was called. And then when Democrats vote him out, there's going to be people singing country music just like fucking Chance the Rapper sung his fucking little faggot-ass R&B song about how they should bring back Obama because that'll solve everything. Like, <laughs> what a definitional Uncle Tom. Yeah, once we get my politician back in office, once we get my government, then that'll make everything fine. Because history has shown that that's true. Totally. And then everybody will be clamoring back for Trump or somebody like Trump and it'll get more polarized and more wicked. And the revolution won't come, guess what, because of a bunch of people throwing shit around in the streets and rebelling and protesting, especially this lazy fucking country. It, it, where it's going to come from is the elites finally deciding to pull the pin on the society that they've created when it's gotten enough unrest. They have underground bunkers built goddamn everywhere. And they have Illuminati symbolism chucked everywhere that they have these things. 
And then they have these big-ass BLM territories where you can't go. And if you do, guess what? They'll put unconstitutional raids on your property and shoot your family like they did the Bundys. Uh, and that's probably, from my conspiratorial standpoint, largely to do with the fact that it's really wide open territory where nobody's looking that they can build their underground shit. And now the government's claimed that territory. Great. And speaking of Bundy, let's mention another serial killer name here like Charles Manson. All these people voting for their politicians. Trump still has a higher record per year of drone use than Obama did. But Obama had a huge record of drone use. And they're both basically amping up for proxy warfare. Um, and some people are even concerned about an uh, autonomous proxy warfare. And these little drones that they could send around with shape charges to kill anybody that they wanted to uh, autonomously. Um, but we're concerned... Because somebody ordered a bunch of teenagers to kill a bunch of other people in Helter Skelter. That's what Charles Manson was in prison for so long for. He didn't kill them. He uh, Otherwise, he would have been given the death penalty. He was uh, given secondary charges, etc. Because he didn't kill anybody. He just ordered it. And I posted this question on Twitter and... Nobody could really answer it without getting emotional and being illogical. Um, you know, what's, what's the difference between Charles Manson ordering a bunch of teenagers to kill people and you voting for a politician who violates human rights and kills people there? It's it's really funny how fucking how much this society has trained itself to completely completely delegate responsibility to other parties and just do nothing. And then they claim they're doing something because they delegated responsibility to who they claimed was the right party. It's lazy. It's not actually doing fucking shit. And then some of the people who are doing fucking shit are like this mad Mike Hughes guy who is throwing up like a one mile long journey in his homemade rocket which says research flat earth on the side. <laughs> it's in Apple Valley. It says, a 57-foot-high mobile launch ramp will send Mad Mike Hughes and his homemade rocket 2,000 feet into the air to perform a one-mile-long jump across the ghost town of Amboy off Route 66 this weekend. The Apple Valley resident and limousine driver is looking to break the record for the longest jump of of anything in Daredevil history and live stream it on Facebook for all to see. This is on Mint Press News. Well, no, I, sorry. The Daily Press. My fucking... I'm exhausted. Hughes, 
61, has performed stunts since 2001. He set the Guinness World Record for the longest ramp jump in a limousine, 103 feet, in 2002 at the Paris Auto Speedway. Paris, by the way, is a country in California. He didn't go to France, and there isn't, like, a Paris Auto Speedway there. Last year, CBS named his 2014 rocket jump that sent him soaring 1374. It doesn't even say what that is. Maybe feet across the Arizona desert as one of the most dangerous stunts of all time. Um, and and he says that people have gotten desensitized by glamorized uh, fucking blue screen shots on movies, and he says that they should be more innovative. And he wants them to recognize and do real things. Which is noble. But guess what? He's also going to launch into space soon. Uh, in, in in a rocket that he's building with a, with a balloon system that they've used to use with rats. And this is what I mean by distraction. Really, truly distraction. This, that's all this fucking is. Instead of focusing on real conspiracies, this guy is helping per, uh, perpetuate uh, a fake conspiracy. And in doing so, distracting from the real ones so that people are all focused on this one. More people are going to look into flat earthism because of his rocket here. Which I didn't even know was a fucking real thing until... Um, you know, like a, a year or so ago. Because, you know, my mother had this thing about, you know, uh, flat earthers. And I just thought that it was a term for stupid people and that they don't actually exist. But then I found out that, oh, yes, there are flat earthers. All that conspiratorial energy could be focused elsewhere. But it's focused on the flat earth. And, you know, a lot of these people... Are fucking heavily religious Christians. And they believe that the round earth is a satanic system set up to make it seem like God didn't create everything. Well, <laughs> it seems to have worked if that's the case because more and more people turn to atheism every day the more people latch on these stupid shit to it. Like... Like, Christianity isn't even unpopular because of what the Bible says anymore. That got old a long time ago. It's because of what the people who believe it say. It's fucking insane. And it distracts from real conspiracies so that the elites can really get away with all this stuff. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> the Electoral College. Out outperforming the fucking popular vote that 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 is not evidence that the elites have rigged everything that's evidence that you need to vote harder if you're a leftist totes and people believe this shit 
You know, there's so much just, there's so many rabbit trails. It's chaos. And that's one of the things, you know, that's one of the reasons I like Sonic. Because the idea of Sonic is that if you, that chaos exists in the universe. But if you have enough willpower and you keep your intentions pure, you, you, you can use it to beat evil. I posted something similar to that on my Twitter, but I'm not going to pull it up right now. And I like that. I like that idea a lot. You know? It's just... People don't look into the chaos. They avoid the chaos. A lot of people, that's why they don't want to talk politics, because they don't want to realize how little they fucking know. It's about to be Thanksgiving. And it's about to be one of those times when people can't discuss politics or religion at a certain table. And it's not because these things aren't true, and it's not because people don't acknowledge that. It's because... People don't want to acknowledge how little they know about the truth. How little truth they know. And this is the society that we get out of that. We get a society of people that haven't discussed things with their neighbors and aren't really willing to in any peaceful, agreeable way. And we end up with all this division, all this divided populism, all these like little rabbit trailing conspiracies legitimized and allowed by the people who just can't focus on on one thing or another. And so they they, they, they constantly just they've got to be on the latest pulse of what makes them right. Nobody can have a fucking conversation about why they might be wrong. And, you know, actually, yeah, I might as well. I've got some time left in this broadcast, so I might as well discuss this, too. There's uh, a Twitter account, which I was referred to by uh, a few people in some DMs. And they wanted me to respond to it, and... I responded in a bigger way than I think they were expecting, but it resulted in, you know, something that's been confirming my biases for about a week. Um, where this guy named Shenaniganson, he, uh, he made this comic, a comic about how his bike got stolen. And his comic said, My bike got stolen recently. I was pretty bummed out about it, but I think whoever stole it was probably more happy to get it than I am sad to lose it. The total happiness in the world increased, so whatever. He's walking away whistling or something. Um, You know, beyond the poor grammar... It, it's just really philosophically vapid. Truly vapid. 
And my response to that was, this precise bullshit is why hedonism is exactly trash. Any society based on your bullshit concept would collapse. I'm not saying you should be more upset. I'm saying that the reason you aren't means you don't understand utility or deontology. Learn. Now, while I'm at it, how regular and high in income do you have to have to write something like this? Because some people rely on their bike as a mode of professional transpo and a thief could fuck their life up. Like, that's still whatever? I'll wait. And I made another comment that... Because he, he, he was blaming libertarians who came out of the woodwork from smashing their Keurigs. And first off, libertarians see the Keurig situation as an example of a market correction. There's no reason to believe that a market libertarian would believe that smashing the Keurigs is, is, is something that would ever have any effect, but they see it as a market correction. They don't have a problem with it, but they're very unlikely to do it. Um, especially since, you know, I mean, especially for my particular sort of libertarian, um, we we would very aptly call that a shitty boycott. Especially considering that what the boycott is for is to defend a fucking senator, I believe. <laughs> and this guy thinks that libertarians are defending a senator accused of raping a kid. Yeah, totes. But beyond how obviously and inherently stupid that is, um, I get into this conversation with this person named Kylie Artie, and it goes very well, and we're following each other now, and we'll probably follow each other for a long time, because she was open to my kinds of thoughts. But everybody who has seen this conversation said she shouldn't have talked to me, with very few exceptions, which, you know, are worth noting, said she shouldn't have talked to me, said that I, she was too nice, I was, you know, I should calm down, and that everything I was saying is trash, and she was too polite. Um, there were some exceptions, some of which... Apparently, we restored their faith in humanity, and, you know, that it was nice to see people interacting positively, even though they disagreed and shit like that. That was good, but, you know, <laughs> it's just really obvious what this is all designed to do. It's designed to divide people. That's it. That's it. And so, even when I'm being perfectly reasonable, if a bit harsh, um, with somebody who makes comics online, um, everybody had to jump out of the woodwork to tell me how awful I was for doing it. You know, he didn't even respond personally to me. You know, I wonder if he ever will. Uh, because he certainly got barraged, especially since his new nickname is Bike Cuck.
You know, an extra, especially since the, his comic is now a meme. And, you know, ironically to what I was presenting earlier, there's a Sonic version, which he retweeted, says, Sonic got killed recently. But I think whoever... I was pretty bummed out about it. But I think whoever killed him was probably more happy to see him die than I am sad to lose him. The total happiness in the world increased, so whatever. And... You know, that's a reasonable analog, isn't it? You know, if you could just apply this reasoning to everything, then nothing would ever make anybody sad, and people would just go around violating people's rights um, and getting away with it under the guise of, like, maximizing happiness. I mean, it's trash, but it still works with some people, with a lot of people, apparently. Because his comic got retweeted by, let's see, 4.2 thousand people. And it got liked by 17,000 people. So, that many people liked what he had to say. Now, I don't know how many of those... <laughs> Sorry, I don't know how many of those people were retweeting and or liking his comic um, so that they could point and laugh and say, lol, lol how stupid this is. Um, you know, but enough people were on his side about it and saying it's his coping mechanism and blah, blah, that... I felt like if I didn't say anything, nothing extreme enough to properly respond to it would be said. Especially since a lot of his fucking followers were on this, and a lot of people who weren't his followers were on this. And so if I can give people a brief philosophy lesson in talking about, you know, deontology and utilitarianism and fucking hedonism... If I can briefly do that, then I will. But the reason people didn't like it wasn't because I was wrong. It was because their worldview is based on the idea that anybody who does what I did is, quote, overreacting. You know... Basically, the vote harder crowd really hates it when people actually act. Because the vote harder crowd, they want to think that they can just, you know, delegate their responsibilities to another group and that everything will be fine. Once my party's in power, um, once, once my policies are enacted, once my, uh, once I get a better job. The, the problems start internally, all right? And they externalize because people have bad methods of dealing with internal problems. But that's not going to change because people are, you know, mild with people. It's going to take a lot of extreme talk. It's going to take a lot of people saying uncomfortable things to people who don't appear to deserve it. But it's also going to take reasonable enough people to take a look at that and say, hey, you know what? I may not like your methods very much, 
but you're not wrong. And this is an opportunity to learn from somebody who's clearly looked into this a bit. And that's what this person did. It actually gave me a little, little bit of happiness. Increased my total happiness above what it was. I'm not sure if it increased it above what it was before I read the dumb fuck comic, but it certainly increased it above what it was after being barraged with how much I suck and how much I need to chill for basically a week uh, to constantly come back and see people um, saying all this shit. I mean, I'm not upset by it, really, but I am, you know, always angry, and I've made that clear many times. Um, and to see those things constantly there, not being deleted, not being retracted, somebody unashamedly talking to the crazy person, that's nice. Gave me a little bit of a smile. But you know what would give me a much bigger smile? A better society. One where people looked into what they needed to change and then changed it. Like, for instance, <laughs> work is really fucking dry in this town I'm in. And so I'm going to start monetizing everything I do online and really cranking up the capitalism quotient here. Because if I don't, I'll be homeless. And I can't afford that, obviously. So, I see a problem. I see a way to possibly solve it, and I'm going to pursue it. And if that doesn't work, well, I should, uh, I should definitely consider getting mainstream work if any corporation will take me after all the shit I talked on them. But that's not, you know... It's not my ideal goal, but it's a goal that I'll have to go with, because I'm not going to stop talking. I'm not going to stop telling people what makes them uncomfortable every week, and I'm, and I'm very sorry, like, in a very serious sense, about how sporadic it's been lately. I, uh... I wish it could have been different, and it might might well could have, but that doesn't mean that that doesn't mean that that's the way it's always gonna be. So I'm gonna expand my content. I'm gonna finally get that live show I was talking about on Fridays. I'm not sure when on Fridays. It'll probably be in the midday. And I'll invite a bunch of Facebook friends, so if you want to be included in the loop, um, right now the best way to do that is to add me at facebook.com slash insanity is free. And then we can take live questions, <clears throat> live questions and y'all can see what I think of things. <clears throat> yeah, I'm fucking exhausted. My, my body is saying don't speak anymore uh, tonight, but I knew I had to. Um, but yeah, Friday shows are going to start to be a thing. Um, and with any, with any luck, uh, I should be able to start producing regular videos as well. 
I'm not sure. But uh, there's always the possibility. So that's what I'm going to start doing. And I'm going to hope that this format can reach lots of people. And I'm going to be joining a few affiliate marketing networks. I'm already a member of one that I'm going to plug on my first show. Um, fuck it, I'll plug it here too. You you can get uh, digital currency for free by joining this service. And you, you get it by joining this service, and that's it. That's it. And it's not very much a month. And so your incentive is to invite more people. And what happens is it's like a pyramid scheme, only without the scheme part. Um, because there's no initial investment. So uh, I'll, po I'll post a link to my coin pro shit uh, in this, this thing. And I might as well just, you know post all my other shit as well. There'll be some affiliate shit, some things that you can do to support me in the description of this show, whichever site you see it on. Whether that be Journalistic Revolution or IPM Nation. But there's also, like, I want to do live, sh I want to do a, a, a show every day, whether it's live or not. I want to do content regularly. Because for some reason, a decent amount of people want to hear what I have to say. Now, if I do start to do this stuff more regularly and convert more of my schedule to being that, it will need support. So look for those affiliate links, see if something interests you, and start clicking. Um, and also consider buying a shirt. Because I'm always making shirts. My next shirt, which I've promised over and over to fucking get to people, which I haven't, uh, which is something that I need to work on, is promising shit to people and then not delivering. Because it's a constant problem that makes me feel like an asshole whenever I think about it. Um, the shirt that I'm bringing out as soon as possible um, is a shirt that is in promotion of Christian anarchy. And this shirt is designed to say that if you're a Christian, you can't support a government. And it, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's going to reference that you can, that no man can serve two masters, uh, both God and mammon, basically. Only I won't be including the latter part. I think that's pretty much implied. Um, and I'll be including the Bible verse at the bottom of the shirt, and it'll have some designs on it, but I'm not going to reveal those while I'm making it so that somebody else can come scalp my shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, <clears throat> that'll be available shortly. Y'all can support me with that. And there will be many ways to support my shit. But basically, I want to start really coming out against all of these fucking divisive tactics that they're using and show where the real divisions lie. Because they're not in left and right. They're not in Democrat and Republican. They're not in Christian or Muslim and atheist. They're not in any of these pre-contrived things. They're in authoritarian versus libertarian. They're in the elites versus the proles. 
And if it sounds like science fiction, it's because you know how they say 1984 was not supposed to be an instruction manual? Maybe consider that if you're talking about a possible dystopian future, that the elites might pick and choose which ones that they like and which elements of which ones that they like, and you might be helping them out just a kind of tiny little bit. That's another reason I like Sonic. Their dystopian future is something that's very unlikely to happen. Not impossible, though. Because the more I found out about string theory and infinite numbers and fucking universal expansion and shifting, the more I figured out that there has to be many universes and in at least one of them um, and probably countless others, there's got to be the Sonic universe, which is fucking insane to think about. Because really, all of our little world problems here that we divide ourselves over are nothing in the grand scheme of the universe. They just fuck with us here, and we need to rise above that shit. Otherwise, we'll never advance. Not really. And that's what I want. I w that's what I want so desperately for humanity. I want it to break out of the cage that's been built for it. I wanted to understand that they're being pushed around and enslaved by people who couldn't give a fuck about them except how much they produce. I want them to stop being slaves and start being self-owners. And I want them to do this because they realize the inherent bullshit of a system that claims to act in their benefit but so constantly just uses them as a repository of resources that so constantly shits on their liberties and says that, well, you can't do that, but we can, because guess what? We're in this class. Fuck you. Fuck the system. Smash the state. This has been Moment of Rage with Jeremiah Harding, signing out. I couldn't see his face.